Are cheat days helping or hurting your weight loss goals and overall progress towards good health? Choosing the right eating regimen can be tough, I know. Oftentimes, the biggest weight loss challenge that we face is making and sticking to new habits that support our health and our weight loss goals without missing out on the foods we all love. In this week's episode of The Journey Journal, we're going to discuss whether or not having cheat days or cheat meals is even a good idea. And I'm going to offer some recommendations for having and enjoying foods that you love without ruining your progress. So stick around to hear the rest of this episode. It's going to be a good one. Welcome to this week's episode of The Journey Journal, which, if you hadn't heard, is a spinoff of the main podcast, The Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast, with me, your host, Oscar Camejo. The Journey Journal is actually published on Mondays, and the main podcast is published on Wednesdays. So be sure to like and subscribe and rate this show. The Journey Journal is usually a look back at my week and the practical things that I do to help myself maintain a lifestyle of healthy living. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to live a focused, fit lifestyle so we can feel and be alive. Cheap meals, what are they really? It's considered a reward-based strategy for a diet that some believe that by allowing yourself prescribed periods of indulgence, you'll be more likely to stick to your prescribed diet the majority of the time. Some people stick to an entire day, a weekend, or just a single meal on a specific day. Basically, it's that time where you can eat whatever you want, however you want, on a specific day, or even a whole weekend. So we're going to get into that. But now listen, does cheating and having a cheat meal really work, especially when you're trying to lose weight? And for those of you who have diabetes, to reverse type 2 diabetes, well, you know what? I guess it depends. Everyone is different. Like I've said before, everybody's body is different. You have different body types, the metabolism, a whole bunch of things. We're just all different. But here's the thing. Discipline and consistency are keys to success. So no matter what program you're on, no matter what diet you're on, discipline and consistency are going to help you to get to where you need to get to. But now, cheat days, do they actually work? Well, let me let you know what doesn't work. What doesn't work is having cheat meals every day of the week. You know, overindulging or binge eating every day, that's not going to work. Even if you have one day of the week or you choose a weekend to indulge, but overindulging or binge eating Nah, it's no bueno, folks. Trust me. What about eating foods and beverages that you know will have a negative impact on your health? Also not good. That doesn't work. Another thing, eating cheap meals late at night and going to bed late after eating, no bueno as well. It's not going to work. I know those things are not going to help you when it comes to your weight loss. There's no way around it. You can't just be eating cheap meals every day and think that you're going to make significant progress. Now, here's some strategies. Now, let's say if you do insist on having cheat days and cheat meals, well, here's some recommendations and some strategies that I believe that's going to help you to not ruin your progress 
Because, you know, there's nothing worse than making progress when it comes to losing weight, being physically fit, only for it to be ruined by the stuff that we're eating. The key to success with any major lifestyle change is being prepared, basically having a plan. If you have a solid plan in place, you're less likely to give in to the temptation because your plan is set up to support your goals. That just makes sense. So I'm going to go through these. I'm going to list these strategies. You could think of them as steps, but they're not necessarily in any particular order. So I'm going to read them first and then go in depth. Number one, make cheap meals a reward and not a guarantee. Number two, make a gradual change by using the step-down method. Number three, avoid the temptation to constantly shift your cheap plans based on how you feel from day to day. Number four, check your feelings at the door. And number five, don't base your cheap meals on what someone else eats. Okay, now let's go through these. Number one, make cheap meals a reward and not a guarantee. I believe in this method called earn your wings. So earn your wings. What does that mean? Okay, do y'all remember seeing Top Gun, the original? And then uh, Maverick actually just came out. Man, what a great movie. I, I love the action. I love the underlying story, the character arc and the character development, the love story, the hero versus the antagonist and, and all that. It was, it was a very, very good movie. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out. So, you know, a pilot must earn his or her wings. So when we talk about earn your wings in terms of health, like a pilot, they have to have so many hours of working the regiment of in their training. They have to be trained and they uh, maintain their training regimen. They don't take shortcuts when it comes to their training because, you know, you make one shortcut while you're up in the air, while you're in a dogfight, uh, even while you're training for a dogfight in the air that can cost your life. So we don't play around when it comes to earning our wings in terms of fitness and health. Because you know what? Sometimes we we think, hey, let's just take a shortcut. Let's do things quick, fast, and in a hurry so that we can get these quick results. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not about getting quick results. It's not about just losing 10 pounds for a specific event. Maybe that's your goal, but my goal in this podcast is to help people make lifestyle changes that results in reversing type 2 diabetes. Not just that, but let's say you don't have diabetes. I still want to encourage you to live and develop a lifestyle that's going to be sustainable so it becomes your way of life. Okay, so now earn your wings. You see, cheap meals must be earned after you've met your weekly goals. And the three areas I want you to focus in on is, of course, your eating, your fitness and your sleep. So if you've set specific goals for how you're going to eat for that week, healthy eating and your exercise, let's say if it's 30 minutes a day for five days or whatnot, and then your sleep, let's say you're going to get six to eight hours of sleep every night. Don't have your cheap meals unless you've accomplished that goal because you're in training for this lifestyle. Right. Remember, earn your wings. So you need to be able to earn your wings. Now, I like hot wings. Right. I like lemon pepper wings. I like hot wings. I like oven roasted type wings and so forth. But for me, Fridays, Friday nights, let's say Friday afternoon or something like that. Those are my that's my day to have wings. So Friday is wings day for me. But I don't consider it as a cheap meal. 
but I'm going to tell you why there's a difference. So for me, what I decided that on Fridays, I am not going to have wings until or unless I accomplish my goals for the week. It's plain and simple. So I have to earn my wings. You get it? (laughs) Earn your wings. It's the same thing. So for you, you may say, okay, I want to have a burger a week, right? You may like burger, you may like french fries, or pizza may be your thing, right? I get it. Or hot dog. So you need to earn that cheat meal. You need to earn that item by focusing on those three areas. How did you do that week, this past week? Did you maintain you know, your eating regimen throughout the week? Did you maintain your fitness goals throughout the week? Did you exercise when you were needed to? What about your sleep? Now, here's the thing that some people get in trouble with. They'll actually have a cheat day every day. Now, that doesn't count. You don't earn your wings if you're cheating every day, folks. Come on now. It doesn't work that that way. So what I want you to do is don't make cheat days and cheat meals automatic. The goal is to earn that cheat day. You have to psych your mind up to say, hey, you know what? I am not going to have a cheat meal this week or a cheat day this week unless I meet my goals. Okay, got it? Okay, number two, make a gradual change by using the step-down method. You see, some people choose an entire cheat weekend, like they go from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they just eat cheat meals all three of those days. That method and approach, I do not recommend at all. I think that's counterproductive. So let's say if right now you're used to having a cheat weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or let's say it's a two-day cheat um, window for you, right? And you, you're used to eating whatever you want. Well, I recommend that you step down from going to the entire weekend to choosing one day, you know, work that for about a month. See how that works out for you. Then step down to one meal, right? Instead of that entire cheat day that you choose, you, you're eating whatever you want that entire day, step down to one meal, right? Let's say if it's in the afternoon or even in the evening, choose one meal and then work that for about a month. And then ultimately, the goal is, and some of y'all may not even like this part, but hey, I'm your brother. Listen to what I'm telling you. The goal is to have a single cheat item. So if you're used to your cheat meal being a burger, fries, uh, and a Coke, and a dessert, I want you to get to the place where you have only one item. If it's a burger, that's it. No fries, no Coke, no cake. Or let's say if you have on the in that meal for that one day, you're used to having a pizza, a Coke, and something else, just have the pizza. Nothing else. No fried wings and pizza. No. Get to the point where you choose one item. Because the, the goal is to scale down, to step down and make a gradual change. Choose a single cheat meal again instead of the entire cheat day. Because you know how it is. You know, we go through a whole weekend, a whole day of just eating whatever we want. And then the next day or Monday comes around and we feel terrible. You know, that's because we overindulge. We we overate. So the more you indulge, keep in mind, now the more you indulge, the harder it will be to get back on track the next day. I want you to plan your diet routine. So you want to step down, make it gradual, do it with a plan. 
Don't just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm just going to have my cheat meal today. And that's it. Number three, avoid the temptation to constantly shift your cheat meal plans based on how you feel from day to day. Consider setting your cheat day for the end of the week instead of the middle of the week. Now, let me talk about this for a little bit. So if you're constantly shifting like, okay, well, you know, it's Wednesday, so I'll just have my cheat day on Wednesday. Oh, well, you know what? I'm actually going to do it on Friday. Friday comes and then you have a cheat meal that day. But then the next week rolls around. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do my cheat meal on Thursday. And you keep fluctuating and there's no plan in place. You know, there's no specific plan. I think you'll set yourself up for failure if you keep doing it that way. So pick a day of the week. I recommend that it be the end of the week, not the middle of the week. And the reason why, you know, not doing it in the middle of the week uh, works, I think, is because think about it. If Monday, Tuesday, you're doing well with your eating, you're exercising, you're sleeping well, you're doing all those things. And then here comes the middle of the week. You decide, hey, I'm just going to, you know, eat whatever I want for that cheat meal or that cheat day. I think it's it's you're not giving your body enough time to develop any type of consistency. So I recommend doing a Friday or let's say a, a Saturday. I probably wouldn't do Sunday just because the very next day, you're going to be going off to starting your week, whether it's work and just your regular day-to-day busy life on Mondays. And I'm assuming that you have a regular schedule like on Mondays. So choose the end of the week, like either Friday or Saturday. Now, I recommend that you not do it late at night. Don't have a cheat meal late at night before you go to bed. You know, when you go out with your friends and or your family and stuff like that. So try to do it in the middle of the day. You know, have it like during lunchtime or definitely before 6 p.m., whether it's a Friday or a Saturday. Just kind of keep that in mind. But the bottom line is do not constantly shift your cheat day plans. Pick a specific day and stick to it. Okay, number four, check your feelings at the door. I want you to always be mindful of how and when you eat the way you eat. You see, emotional eating is a dangerous thing. You know, when our emotions are in the way and we just feel a certain way and we just start eating. And then our cheat day is actually based on how we're feeling. That's never a good thing. You know, it's never a a positive thing to set your cheat day around how you're feeling. It's never good. You see, if having a cheat day is simply another way to cope with your emotions, definitely don't cheat. And I know some of you, you may be going through depression You may be dealing with some other emotional things and food is your coping mechanism. You know, that's another thing I do recommend that you see a therapist so that you can get healed and you can get help for that because, you know, a lot of people do gain weight and continue to gain weight because they're stressed out, they're overworked, they're dealing with emotional issues. So definitely check your feelings at the door. If you want to have a cheat meal, let it be because, hey, you know, you have a taste for something. And you rather wait till the end of the week to do it, to indulge in it. Well, not indulge, but to enjoy it. You go ahead and enjoy it, but not because you're depressed and feeling lonely. And, you know, you go to these different places and you just eat whatever you want because nobody's there watching you. And that's not good. You know, it's not good, folks. Get the help and the healing that you need. Number five, don't base your cheap meals on what someone else eats. Man, this is big. 
you know, you're on social media and you're seeing these fitness gurus and people with their shirts off and telling you that, yeah, look, you can eat whatever you want or they're in the gym or they're on their way to the gym and you see all this food on their plate and they're like, yeah, you know, I eat whatever I want. I load up on this and I load up on that and it's no big deal. Eat whatever you want, you know, just do it in moderation. I have a soapbox episode that I'm going to talk about moderation. I've just been, I've been putting it off for a while. I just have my own perception and thoughts about moderation. And I think a lot of people are being, are given misinformation when it comes to moderation. But anyway, you know, when you see somebody who's physically fit and they're telling you, oh, just eat whatever you want, you know, that person has gone through a process. And right now, maybe they can eat whatever they want. But trust me, I guarantee you, all of those people, when they started off their journey, like you and I have started off on our journey, they weren't just eating whatever they want in order to lose weight. That's not sustainable. That doesn't make sense. Let's use common sense, people, when it comes to weight loss and choosing our quote unquote cheat meals. So when I get on social media, I'm very careful not to show images of uh, junk food. And if I'm enjoying a cheat meal or whatnot, well, nowadays my cheat meals are not like how they used to be. You know, I mentioned about eating wings before. I make my own wings at home. You know, I've gotten to the point where, you know, eating out at a restaurant and eating actual junk food is just not appealing anymore. I don't crave it. That didn't happen overnight. That took a while. So I make I still, I love wings, but I just make them at home. I just choose a better option. So don't base your cheap meals on what someone else eats. Don't base it on what I eat. I give you recommendations. I think you should have healthier options. If you like burgers and you want to have a burger at the end of the week, I recommend you make it at home. At least you know what's in it, you know, and I get, I get it. You all may like to go out with your family and enjoy. That's fine. I don't want to take away the social aspect, but I think there's something about making our own food or preparing our own food at home that really will benefit us in the long run. I mean, you get to save money, you know what's going in your food uh, and so forth. If you like French fries, hey, I get it. If you want to have it once a week, enjoy yourself, make it at home, get an air fryer. So at least, you know, it's not dipped in a whole bunch of oil and you're still having fries. You know, think about it. It's just choosing healthier options. You see, the danger in looking at what someone else does on social media and determining and basing your health regimen off of somebody else's moderation may be dangerous for you because, you know, hey, maybe they've built up discipline. You're working on your discipline. I get it. I had to, you know, make up my mind that, you know what, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to make better Uh, food choice options uh, available so that I can continue this journey. So I don't recommend, you know, basing your eating off of what someone else does. And, you know, at the end of the day, folks, here's the goal. I want you to get to the point where you're no longer in need of cheat meals. Because even when you think of that term cheat meals, it's indulging in something that's going to break your diet for a temporary period of time you know, but I want you to get to the point where you're eating based on a lifestyle of health. And then when you decide to break that, you're still not going to choose food that's going to ruin 
your progress. That's the whole thing. We don't want to uh, choose anything that's going to ruin our progress. You see, once you start developing a, a different mindset when it comes to food, you start looking at food differently. You start looking at yourself differently. You see, when I was 268 pounds, folks, I was not physically fit. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and I felt bad. I was I was eating whatever. You're talking about donuts, fruit juices, uh, burgers all the time. Uh, I was eating three times a week at, at a fast food place. And, you know, my family at the time we were eating, we had what taco Tuesdays and pizza Thursdays. And it was like almost every day it was like a cheat meal. And that was just a way of life. And then, you know, I ballooned up to 268 pounds. I was never big growing up, never. And then one day I look up and here I am in the hospital, sick. And I had to take responsibility. You know, I was looking at myself as a walrus and I felt bad about myself because I let myself go. Literally, I didn't like all this weight uh, in my midsection, all this fat in my midsection. I didn't like how I was feeling. So I had to change my perception and my mindset about myself because you see self-perception is very critical. Here's another thing. I want you to change your relationship with food. You know, we were talking about comfort food earlier and the foods that we eat out of habit. Let me say this to you. You don't need food to feel better about yourself. We just choose food to feel better about ourselves. It's like kids. I mentioned this in a previous episode. It's like babies. They cry and they whine when they're hungry, when they want to be comforted. And then when mom or dad gives them food, they feel comforted and then they stop crying. So that's a conditioning So we want to change our relationship with food. Food is not for comfort. Food is for fuel. We should use food to help us live and sustain a healthy lifestyle. So as I wrap up, I want to say this to you. Working toward a healthier diet or lifestyle should be about making sustainable changes that meet your unique needs and tastes. There is no one size fits all approach. Now, for those of you all who want some more practical steps on developing a healthy habit, a healthy lifestyle of making good choices and developing good habits and so forth, here's a book that I recommend. It's by James Clear, the author James Clear. It's called The Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. I've been reading that book and listening to the audiobook as well. And it's a powerful book. I, I recommend it because you know what? Sometimes we hear about developing good habits and getting rid of bad habits, and we just need guidance on how to do that. Uh, James Clear actually goes into practical steps on how to do that. So I recommend that book. You know, I also created a grocery list to help those of you all who need to know how to start shopping for food. So that guide is on my website. Go to www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com to get that resource. So I'll put a link in the notes for you to get it. It's a healthy food shopping guide that I think you'll like. It's a free guide. So here are my final thoughts. I want you to get to the point where you control what you eat and not allow what you eat to control you. Be encouraged, use food for fuel and not for comfort. Keep making progress, my friend. Stay focused, keep moving and never go back. Trust God, you got this. I believe in you. 
be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.